Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Riffs on Tap, episode number 63. Uh, I'm your host, Alejandro, joined as always by... Riley. And... No- Noah. There you go. <laughs> How y'all doing today? Good. I'm doing great. Let me just say, I did hear that stutter. You're a little rusty from not doing it for the past two weeks. The You're intro. right. I took a two-week vacation from intros, and right before you, you're counting me in, I was like, what is it that I say? <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> And uh, yeah, you're right. I did a little bit of stutter, and uh, you know my lisp. It's a it's a bad lisp. I didn't know stuttering and lisps have a correlation. They do. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's all it's all cognitive, the brain, everything. <laughs> everyone yeah. that has a lisp stutters, but not everyone that stutters has a lisp. Exactly. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. <laughs> all thumbs are fingers. Not all fingers are thumbs. I could agree with that. That's smart. I like yeah. that. There you go. I like that. Um, okay, so there's actually a lot of things to talk about, and this is, uh, oh, we should probably say right on top, it's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, um, got a lot of stuff going on, but there's a lot of things to talk about, so I want to go through, make sure we hit a lot very of Very many these. much so. Very, very, of, very many of, much so. A lot of sports shit has happened this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, a yeah. lot of sports. Uh, where do you want to start off at, Riley? Uh, we'll start off with Tuesday morning, the bombshell that dropped, uh, that the PGA, the DP tour and live are merging it was so um there's a lot i want to say but there's also a lot i can't say um so uh there was two pieces of news that happened that same morning and both were wild and the first piece was so wild that i was like oh wow that's crazy nothing can that that's the biggest piece of work news I'll, i'll ever get yeah um and then uh, the tour and live merged, and I went, okay, really, anything's That's, possible at this yeah. point. What's next? Messi's going to go to the MLS? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, sure as shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Inter Miami, at last place, Inter Miami. Yeah. We'll get to that later. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was that was some crazy news. Um, that we have we had a whole bunch of lawsuits pending. Uh, uh, that, tournaments coming up. Yeah, lawsuits are now dropped. Uh, I think the Saudi Arabian PIF bought out the lawsuits. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So those are not a thing anymore. Um, I do know a lot of players are pissed uh, that this happened, uh, mainly because they were offered a shit ton of money to go to live, but they're like, no, I have morals. I'm staying with the PGA. But now they're merged. Now so. they're merged. So Rory <laughs> ha- was very blunt with his with his uh, very his blunt, but also very careful. Yes, with what he said. Yes, you're you're right. But he he's very much was like to sum it up. He was very much like fuck. Like you know, I I he really is not happy having yeah. having uh, the Saudis involved now with the tour, and it seems like he was pretty fucking pissed. At all the money he fucking lost on him too. Well, that and. Also, I mean, it's just so hard to stand on this moral high ground for so long. And the PGA made the stance that, you know, we have morals. We're not going to, you know, don't mm-hmm. take the Saudi money. And then the piece of shit that Jay Monahan has, I don't think, I don't know if you could say that, but I can. The piece <laughs> of shit that Jay Monahan is turns around and takes the fucking Saudi money. I think I can't wait to see what we have, like how things are going to unfold because this story is just so new. Yeah. And uh, and it, it's still it's not an official deal. This is just a deal in principle. Mm-hmm. So nothing nothing yet is official. Oh, nothing on paper. Uh, no, ink to paper. That's what the thing is. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, no, no, no pen to paper yet. So, yeah. 
But the I think so. Kind of my thoughts were my personal view here. When Liv came up, I thought, "Wow, this is so cool." We have a disruptor to the industry. Yeah, we haven't had a disruptor to the PGA Tour pretty much ever, and they are going to make the PGA Tour grow and get better to compete, which they did, and they did, and it's awesome. But now, you know, I kind of expected maybe they would absorb, you know, live at one point, but um, to fully partner and to now have. The Saudi Arabian investment fund be the sole investors in the PGA Tour, meaning yes. basically they run the PGA Tour. But they the pull, money. Uh, so, but would that increase pay on like average wise? It depends. Okay. So, are they going to be okay? They they merged. Are they going to be running off of one name, or they're all going to still be no, like PGA no, Live? So no one knows that yet. Okay. So the most what recent you thing that I read. Um, is that it looks like Liv is gone. Yeah. But like you said, the private index, uh, the private investment fund, the, the, the name of the group, the Saudi money that they, that's the name that they go by. Um, they are partnering with PGA tour. Yeah. And okay. basically they're just live. It's just whoop, gone. Yeah. Okay. So, but we don't, I mean, they could change the name. I doubt it. They'll probably keep the PGA tour name. Should they just name, uh, just merge names and call it the long, uh, long live PGA tour? Yeah. <laughs> the the other piece of information I did hear um, <laughs> was that most likely it's going to just be a separate thing. It's not called live or PGA tour. It's a separate thing, and it's supposedly going to be run by one of the one of the guys who was at live. Um, but that was some of the most recent stuff that I had read. Is that but basically, the, a good way to look at it is that the PGA Tour now has truly proven how world, how global it is. It's across the world. Merging with Live or the P, uh, PIF, it's good. I think it's good for the tour, good for golf. Makes golf more accessible to more people. It will be interesting to see, will they you know, incorporate any of those team aspects? They have, will you know, they have any new tournaments that come up with an insane amount of, you know, purse money. I I would love to. And I, I talked about this when Liv first came up. Was that I would love to have Liv be a joint project with the tour as an off season type deal. Yeah. Like, hey, in the winter time, let's go to somewhere cool and fucking have these cool team events and have new rules and like doesn't affect yeah. world ranking. It's just us having fun, but there's a lot of money on the line too. It, it, it works perfect. It works perfect. It's I think a separate we, thing, but uh, works hand in hand. I think we will see a lot of money pumped into golf for mm-hmm. sure, um, because the Saudi Arabians seem to have an infinite amount of money. Yes, <laughs> it is amazing the amount of money that they have. That uh, so for soccer to start touch on start kind of touch on soccer. They are just buying players left and right and giving out these crazy bids and crazy deals that I'm just like... Look, uh, Kareem Benzema just signed a three-year, $600 million contract. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And who was it? They compared it to a team's, uh, a U.S. sports team's salary cap that he was being paid more... Uh, the than, NFL salary that, cap. Yeah, one, one team in the NFL, the salary cap, uh, yeah. that he's being paid more than... Yeah, That's no, crazy. it is absolutely wild. Uh, and so, like we had talked about on a previous episode, when a player is still in con- on in contract with the team, 
if you would like to purchase that player, you'd have to pay a transfer fee. Uh, Benzema left on, on a free. Yeah. Uh, he was at the end of his contract. So the Saudis were able to just straight up just take that money they would have paid in a transfer fee and just apply it to his salary, basically. Yeah. Um, and But they've been doing it with tons of players. N'Golo Conte just signed a huge $89 million a year uh, contract for like three years with the same club, Al Etihad, which they just won the league in the Saudi League Premier League. Ronaldo signed a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I don't know with what team. But it, all at, uh, Is it the same team? No, it's Al Halal. Okay. Al Hilal. Yeah. Halal? A lot of the names I are very easy to get mixed up because they're all based in the same city. Yeah. And so they all start with the AL. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, so he, he had signed a huge contract with them. But, yeah, two of the best players in the world are going to the top team in the Saudi Cup ready. I think the next move then is, is TV rights at that point. Yeah. For them, I'm surprised that they're – because I don't even know how you even watch one of their games. Uh, so I think TV rights going to be the next big thing for them. They're going to make so much money off of that. Oh, right? dude. Do you know what team's now going to be ma- – you saw the thing with Messi, though, right? Yeah. Going yeah. Dude, inner Miami, dude. Dude, yeah. Dude, it's, that's crazy. So uh, it was a kind of a joke uh, situation with, with Messi because people said, well, he wants to go to Barcelona. Barcelona is currently having a lot of financial issues such that they have two players that are on their team that are not properly registered with La Liga because of financial fair play Mm. rules. They just can't even sign them technically, but they play for their team. So Messi would love to go back to Barca. Him and his dad are like, we're all in, we're ready to go. But because they can't like financially afford him (laughs) or sign him, even if they paid him $0, which is fucked up. um, I guess, uh, I saw today, apparently, because of some La Liga rules, they would have to pay him 50% of his former contract with another European club. Really? So he could not sign for less than, you know, what if he was making $80 million, he couldn't sign for less than $40 million. That's crazy. Really? Yeah. The, okay, man. The financial rules in soccer are just crazy. There's just so much money around. And yeah, because like in the, you know, in American sports, we have league minimums. Yeah. Um, it's just like, hey, you know, you're an older player, you're gonna make league minimum, but league minimum is usually pretty good money. Yeah, it's decent, but like fifty percent of what you were previously paid, yeah, like that, it screws over a team at that point. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, financially, but yeah, so he can't sign with Barcelona. So Inter Miami's like, fucking, we got the money, and he already has fuck. a house there. He vacations there. That's true. You know, wife and kids love did it. You, did you guys see the ticket price jumps? Yeah. For it? Uh, so on Bleacher Report, they reported so <clears throat> cheapest ticket for Inter Miami July twenty first match before signing Messi. 29 bucks okay yeah last place team they fucking suck ass and yeah. then once he was signed the cheapest ticket is 467 dollars now that's fucking wild it, it is the messy wild. factor it is the messy we, factor. so we obviously me and my cousin we uh we want to catch a game uh we we were so excited um but there's a theory that he actually may not play for inter he'll play for barcelona um in that they are most likely, this is the easiest way to get him on the Barcelona's roster, is for him to sign with another club and loan him back to Barcelona. Oh. And loan. So when you I don't loan, think a, that's going to happen. When you loan a player out, you can do a split on their wages. Okay. They'll most likely do like some type of fucked up ninety ten split. Yeah. So Barcelona pays nothing for him, and uh, Inter pays the rest. But he, they'll probably work out something <laughs> for him to like. Make sure he actually does play in the MLS for at least a year, and so you know it's going to sell tons of tickets and it's going to be great for the I know team. He got a, he has a, 
a share now in uh, TV rights for, I don't know if it's just for uh, Inter Milan or for the whole MLS. Um, and then he also has now a share of some, it was some Adidas thing. Uh, there's an option for ownership after. Dude. Uh, it's an insane, and, and money-wise, nothing's came out yet, but there's already an insane amount of money that they have given him. Yeah, it is wild. And But you know who's who's the man leading the way is fucking David Beckham. Yeah. He's the, he's the fucking dude, and he knows that, yes, it's, it's going to be a lot of money that they're going to shell out, but the amount of money that they're going to make in return, imagine all well, the fucking this, Inter-Miami I mean, messy jerseys they're going to sell. Because, mm. you know, we've had some great MLS players, <clears throat> such as David Beckham and Zlatan Ibrahimovic, mm-hmm. uh, come back, come to the MLS in their later years. Uh, but it's nothing like the draw that Messi is. Messi is still the best soccer player in the world. Yeah, in, in my opinion, I will always say Messi is the, is the greatest of all time. Yeah. He's clearly the most gifted athlete uh, in the sport. Um now it, it really I think it will help grow the MLS a lot. I think there oh, will be a lot more players who are 100%. more willing to come play in America. Yes. No, I'm super excited for it. Um like I'd mentioned to y'all before, I think I talked about it on the podcast previously is you know, we have a we have a soccer team here in San Antonio. Yeah. Um San Antonio FC. Um I wish they would have had a cooler name than that one, um <laughs> or a better mascot, but we have a lot of things to, to pull on here in San Antonio that we could have for a mascot or for a representative. And we are simply I don't know San if there's Antonio any like international player that would want to come to uh, come to the MLS and then be like, ah, oh, let me sign with San Antonio. San Antonio is a great city. All right, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, it's a great city, but I agree with him. If they're paying wages of you know three thousand a week, I just no, it's not gonna. It, yeah, they're not gonna make it. Yeah, yeah. Got a lot of soccer fans in San Antonio. No, one hundred percent we do. It's just that I don't know if it's like a must must go to destination. But the thing is, if Austin FC does move to Dallas and they do move away from Austin, as is rumored, uh, that could leave a hole open for an MLS team, uh, a new expansion team to pop up. Yeah. Which San Antonio FC, they are the top team in their in their league, where uh, they were last year. Still competing pretty well this year. They could become an expansion team, and they could turn to an MLS team, yeah, which could be crazy. Yeah, no, Messi, massive for the MLS, massive for American soccer. The other one we talked about last week or a couple weeks ago is uh, Fowler and Bal- uh, Balogun yeah. uh, going to the uh, U.S. Men's National Team. That's going to be big for – he's just so good, man. He's going to be massive for uh, the men's team. and I'm really excited to see you know, in the next World Cup how far the U.S. team has grown because we showed a lot of potential – in this World Cup, uh, there was just you know a glaring weakness at the striker position specifically uh, yeah. for us that we couldn't really compete with any of the top teams. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Balogun could be the guy now. Yeah, um, I know Christian Pulisic is uh, looking to leave Chelsea this year because it's it's been a shit show at that fucking club this year. Uh, but they have a great coach now with Mauricio Pochettino. Uh, he's a fantastic coach. Um, coach at Spurs for the longest time, probably one of the best uh, coaches at Spurs uh, in their history. And just absolute, he's going to do great there at Chelsea, but it's a shit show, though. It's a shit show. And yeah, so. so, Pulisic getting out of there, uh, maybe linking up with Gio Reyna and Borussia Dortmund, go back um, to Germany, I think could be a good move for him. Ooh, okay. Maybe go to Italy. Yeah, a lot uh, of moves in sports right now. Uh, it's like, you know, more you know, breaking news in the NBA world, not to, oh, a couple hours ago. Chris Paul. Chris Paul was waived by the Suns. Yep. Wait, what? Chris Paul is now a free agent. That is correct. He is. Um, it is reported he, of course, he is looking to join a contending team. 
and uh, we'll see what happens. And then also, I always love to just go on Instagram and then see something on there about my favorite player and then send it to Ryan. Like, people just got to stop asking me yeah, these questions. Uh, Damian Lillard, there's a lot of trade rumors floating around. <laughs> it's like uh, that happens it's, every it's, year, though. No, no, literally. These, are, like, but these are these getting, interviews. They're getting more and more legitimate. No, yeah. It, but it's a, it's just like these interviews are like, they are aiming for that one question they want to ask so they could get that so they could get that um, the sound like clickbait, yeah, a little clickbait yeah. thing, like, oh, Damian, uh, Damian Lillard wants to go to the Miami Heat. Oh, he's homies with Bam Adebayo. Oh, maybe the Brooklyn Nets. He's homies with Mikael Bridges. I'm like, I know he is. Don't say that to me. I fucking hate you guys. <laughs> he's coming to the Lakers. He's I do homie. think I think the Lakers are a, a potential team for Chris Paul. Oh no, hundred uh, percent he is. I think that's one player that LeBron has always wanted to play with. You mm-hmm. know, they're the hey, banana, finally, bo- banana boat crew. Finally, bring uh, Chris Paul into a Lakers jersey. Yep. Oh, yeah, uh, about twelve years too late. Yeah, twelve years too late. But hey, ain't no thing, dude. Now he's here. He Bucky still averages ten pl- uh, ten plus assists. That's all you need him for. Well, and, it, and you know the Lakers' biggest hole. Is it your point guard position? Point guard and shooting, and he brings both of those. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wanted to bring up something uh, with you, Riley, since you are an Angels fan, and then I've been slightly getting into baseball, and Angels are the only team I know about, so I'm slightly an Angels fan myself. I was really excited to see this. I didn't know. he's uh, He did his first start, like, I think a week ago. Yeah. Ben Joyce. Yeah. He recorded the highest, uh, high, uh, the fastest college pitch ever recorded at 105.5 miles per hour sidearm guys a flamethrower yeah he is literally a flamethrower what's it called i because he was a he's a juco bandit so he came from juco uh went into like actual like d1 call uh college baseball now went into the mlb um minor leagues now he's on the actual angels i'm just like he actually has potential to be maybe the ace that the Angels. Yeah, need. well, let's not get too excited because I like him a lot. Angels I've, Aces have a tendency of getting hurt. Yeah, I know. Hey, uh, hey, dude, and sucking. That's our a Blazers pitching, fan. <laughs> our pitching staff is god awful. Yeah, I know. But he is a potential player that, uh, like, a very high potential player that you guys needed in yeah. that pitching position. Because yeah, you guys are absolute dog water in the pitching staff. Right, I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm getting there slowly but surely. Calm down. But he he's. Absolutely disgusting. He actually has a twin brother that uh, also went to the same school as him. Both also a pitcher, sidearm pitcher. Doesn't hit those hundred marks, but he is a more he's more filth uh, when it comes to his pitches. But he does pitch like solid ninety six a uh, fastball. Sidearm. Damn, that yeah. is awesome. That is so. It is so crazy when you see a set of twins both excelling in the yeah. same sport. I'm just like, man, y'all are fucking killing it, man. Exactly. That's how uh, like. That's how people are thinking the uh, the Thompson brothers uh, for the for the NBA the Asar and Amen yeah yeah Amen Thompson they're, uh, no, those they're are two twins supposed to be to, uh, one supposed to go top five one supposed to go top fifteen they're overrated yeah they they're are overrated but yeah. a lot of people are fucking saying like um um like a bunch of sports fans like the uh, uh, the Thompson brothers would be perfect for the Blazers I'm like shut up. I don't want them. We don't need them. They're guards. We have too many guards. We're literally guard, uh, guard heaven right now in the Blazers territory. We have nothing. We just need that forward and that extra center that will push us over the top because we have no fucking defense besides Jeremy Grant and Matisse Thibel, but he's going to be a free agent and Jeremy Grant is, but we're going to resign him. <laughs> well, going back to baseball. <laughs> <for a second. laughs> sorry, 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 no, sorry, I, sorry, I, sorry. I enjoyed sorry. it. I, yeah. Go for it, My man. Bad. 
I uh, just in you I know, like to rant. Sad, very <laughs> sad injury news. Jacob Degrom. Oh yeah, I saw that. Going on, he has to get Tommy John. He's thirty-five years old. There's a chance that he, you know, retires after this. Uh, he did give an emotional presser, I think, yesterday. I didn't watch it. Um, but then also Aaron Judge going on the IL with mm-hmm. a toe injury. I saw that. I don't know very if it's. I don't know if it's broken. I don't know if they've you know fully uh, analyzed it. A toe will keep you out three months. Yeah, it's bad. So it's you know that's unfortunate. He was having a great season. I think what what he's already at nineteen home runs. Yeah. I just think he's on a better pace than last year when he broke the AL record of sixty two. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah but I saw all those injury reports. Pretty, pretty sad. Well, I was really sad about see the the Grom one. I was just like, no way, well, I, because I I didn't know much about the his injury. Like I knew he got injured, but I didn't know like the extent of it. So. That's sad. I, I just feel bad for his career because right? he's such a great pitcher. Yes. Uh, multiple seasons with a one-something ERA. I mm-hmm. mean, he's insanely good, a generational pitcher. Uh, but it's it, kind of like Steven Strasburg, right? He just can't stay healthy. And sadly, they've always been on shit teams other than, you know, the one uh, World Series that Strasburg won. Yes. Uh, but DeGrom is just... You know, all those shit Mets teams. You go ten and ten with a one point eight ERA, and that's insane. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> like how you you telling me you only gave losing up, all these games? You, you averaged only giving up two runs a game, and you lost more than you won. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's insane. That's nuts. So it's just it's unfortunate for him. You know, I really want to I, I want to see a healthy season on a contending team from him, but of course, you know, it just can't happen. Uh, one of the other. Um, Kind of more sad sporting as well. I guess we'll just keep it in the sad section here. Uh, Zlatan retiring. Oh, yeah, Zlatan retired. Retiring, um, man. You know, it's not sad. I'm I'm joyful for the legend of Zlatan. Right? He, you know, rides away into the sunset. Got to play. You know, retire with the team that he started with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a. Uh, he sells his avocados. Mo- you know, he's the man's most interesting soccer player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think um, I don't know if it was Riley who said that. He's he's like the Chuck Norris of uh, soccer. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, oh man, he, he is, is just the a, Zohan of soccer. Yeah, he really yeah. is. He's just a special guy. He's the type of guy who he says he's going to do something crazy, and he does it. Like, yeah. I'm going to score this next goal when on you, and I'm going to tell you where I'm going to score it from. Yeah, and then he's going to fucking do it. Exactly. And it's like he's a very egotistical person, but he's also like a great per- like someone that I think a lot of people have gotten along with. He's never really had any problems with anyone. So. Yeah, I heard a story just recently at Ben Foster. He, he's a goalkeeper for many top teams uh, in Europe. Yeah. Uh, has his own podcast. Great guy. Cool, cool, really cool guy. Um, he told a story about Zlatan. He just says, hardest worker. He just says he's he's one of those guys that shows up, uh, he's there early, leaves late, super helpful, um, and he's just all around just a great guy. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's always cool to hear that about like, yeah. players I think like that. My, you know, my favorite Zlatan story. Is uh, I think after a playoff game or something, LeBron gave Zlatan, sent Zlatan a signed LeBron James jersey, oh, right? Game worn, game worn jersey signed by LeBron James himself, uh, and Zlatan signs it and sends it back. <laughs> he, thought, he thought LeBron was sending him the jersey to sign it. Dude, that's gangster shit. Dude. Oh yeah. man, that that's is, so dope. That's too funny. Um, but, okay, got a little bit more soccer news here. It's my team, the Tottenham Hotspurs. I love them so much. I uh, love the Spurs, just not the San Antonio ones. Same. It happens. Yeah. Same. It, yeah. I think you have yeah. made me a Tottenham fan. Hey, there you go, man. I mean, my number one soccer team is Wrexham. 
right? Yeah, hundred percent. Wrexham, yeah, yeah. Wrexham till we die. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I do support Tottenham, right? I want to see your team win. Dude, I I'm happy to have you join the Tottenham Army. It's great. It's it's uh, it's a wonderful community. Is that what they're called? Uh, we have a lot of names. We have the Yid Army. Um, a lot of Yiddish people. We're the one. We're the one. I I could tell. Yeah, we, we have a. No, we don't have a ton of names for the actual fan group itself. We don't. Really. You guys are called the Tottenham Hotspurs, okay? Yeah. So, but anyway, I, I think of something like the Hot Guys. The hot, yeah, there you go. We're we're the Hot Guys. Welcome to the Tottenham Hot Guys. Well, it has to be like chaps. Yeah, hot chaps. It's UK. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of Spurs news. Uh, we've been without a manager for quite some time. Uh, yeah. For the past like three months. Um, it's been very difficult uh, not having a manager, uh, especially when we needed to win a lot of these games coming down the road. Just fell apart. It just didn't happen for us. We we're eighth place Tottenham. We're no no, no longer a top four team like we normally used to be in. Okay. Uh, but we have appointed a new coach. It's a Ang. Uh, it's Postacoglu. Yes, I believe I, I'm saying that correctly. He's Australian. Uh, Australian. He's an Australian. Old, he's an Aussie. Aussie. Uh, Ang post uh, Postacoglu. Uh, yes, he's an Australian. Um, he's coached all in Australia as well as in Japan, and he just took uh, Celtic uh, in the Scottish Premier League. Uh, they won their treble. They have three major tournaments that they play in their season. They won all three of them this season. It's the second year with the team. Um, so he's got, like a, a wunderkind coach. He he's he's a he's a coach that you would say is on the come up. But he's been around the block for a while. Okay, he's he's fifty seven. He's been coaching for about twenty five years. Um, he coached he coached like the Australian national team too as well. Okay. Um, but he's got very aggressive attacking football. He it's about scoring goals. Our what last, Tottenham needs exactly. Our last three managers have been defensive. Uh, defensive managers. It hasn't worked out for us. It's Let just, Harry just, Kane go fucking crazy. Exactly. <laughs> fucking this guy. He knows. He knows. Big big Tottenham fan over here. I mean, um, Harry Kane's you know, you know one of the best strikers Harry in the Kane. world. But. He is, and he may no longer be a Tottenham player in just a, a couple days. He will be. He's, uh, he's going to stay, right? He's going to get. He's going to get the golden boot next year. I'm so so. The situation with Kane currently, as it developed today, yeah, was so obviously he's had a lot of interest from clubs across Europe. He's a top striker. He's yeah. in his prime. He's 29 years old, um, but he wants to beat Alan Shearer's goals record in uh, the Premier League, which is it's 260. He's or 250 or so, and he's about 48 goals off of it or so. Um, he knows he can get it in these next two, three years easy. Yeah. But Daniel Levy, the owner of Spurs, does not want to give up Harry Kane. Um, he wants to keep him, but he's willing to sell him, just not to anyone in England. Yeah. Where Kane would like to stay so he can complete yeah, no, and finish the record. Exactly. So, Real Madrid, as they have done, they just bought Jude Bellingham for $103 million today. Okay. They have now uh, had their first round of talks with Kane and Spurs and everything. Uh, and the last thing I read was that a deal's agreed to in principle, but they need to figure out the money now. So, Kane wants to go. Spurs are willing to let him go. Um, Real Madrid wants him. Problem is, I don't know if they'll line up on the money. And that's the thing that's going to kill him. Levy will fuck him. He'll yeah. fuck him over pennies. He'll be like, we actually want nine more cents on this. There's like, no, we're not going any further. Like, well, I guess I mean, we're just going to walk then. It's going to cost a pretty penny to take him, for sure. The numbers as they stand are $80 million with $20 million of uh, add-ons. 
Levy apparently is looking in the ballpark of 130. Yeah. So we're kind of far off right now. So we'll see as talks progress, but there's a chance King could leave. But I'd like him to stay at least finish out his contract at the end and then maybe figure something out. But new coach coming in uh, could bring a, a lot of energy. We got a lot of players coming back from loan this year. Um, the coach got a lot of players. He, got, he has to cut about the, the number seven. He's going to cut at least seven players for sure. Just straight up gone. See you later. We'll sell him. Son is gone. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so he is currently get cut. So they're they're in talks currently. Uh, there's a team in uh, Saudi Arabia wants to buy Son. They want oh, him. Wow. Ne- they want him next year. Interesting. Uh, they're gonna give a fucking billion dollars to this person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they will. <laughs> but Daniel Levy will only see dollars and they go club yeah. legend. Not gonna retire at the club. And be like fuck him. We want money. <laughs> he, he's so money hungry. He would fucking do it. Um, he sold Gareth Bale instantly to Real Madrid. He's going to fucking pull the same fucking bullshit again and sell Harry Kane for a crazy number that will be next level. But as long as he uses that money to buy good players yeah. and rebuild the team, I get it, it happens. You can't keep LeBron his whole career. Yeah. Gotta, he's going to move on. It's yeah. such an intriguing uh, like terminology I'm hearing from like when it comes to like soccer. The you're saying buy, buy yeah. you're loaning. I'm just yeah. like, what is happening here? <laughs> it, so over there, man, players are like commodities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's I know. weird. They're it's, not people. They're not, <laughs> over here, they're they people. They're like, bots. they're like, yeah. hey, like, is your family going to be happy moving here to Miami? Yeah. They're all this. No, the size are just like, it's money who gives and a shit not, you live in saudi arabia yeah it's not even it's you know it's one thing if you know like demar Derozan gets traded to the bulls right yeah. that's one thing yeah but then you know because it's you're moving within the same country at least, yeah exactly right? but there they're like oh how do you how are you liking it here in here in england okay you're going to scotland now you're, we're selling you to beijing <laughs> Dude, there's there's a lot of uh, Premier League players who will end up in the Chinese Super League. Yeah, and there was that uh, there was a big boom where they were the Chinese Super League was buying up players left and right, just like the Saudi Arabia uh, is doing right now. And uh, yeah, a lot of players they just just like, how did you like it over there? Like, oh, yeah. We didn't like it at all. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's a culture shock. You so live in one place your whole life. How does it work for like, let's say, um, a, a soccer player that he, let's say, he doesn't like where he's at. And he wants uh, to be traded. Is that process just as simple as like the, let's say the NBA, where like they talk to their agent and they talk to the front front office? Or there, there are three things that have to happen to make a transfer happen, and this is why trade. It's a transfer, okay, not a trade. Yeah, they're okay. called, they're called yeah. transfers. Okay, uh, I know the terminology. <laughs> well, is wild. you're not getting, like, you're not getting, you know, for the most part, you're not getting any yeah, like players per, back. A player person, can yeah. be added yeah, yeah, to yeah. a deal. But mostly it's just money. Yeah, 100%. It is. So, yeah. So, a player does get added, not regularly. For some reason, uh, every time I play FIFA and every time I see other people play FIFA, it ha- it's super common for yeah. swap deals plus some money. It never actually happens that often. Yeah. It, but it's cool when it does happen. Uh, it is interesting. It's like, yeah, this player, but he's not worth your player, so we're going to throw $10 more million on there, yeah. and, that, and that's going to be even enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but so there's three things that, happen, that need to happen in order for a transfer to go through. The team that's selling the player has to be willing to give up the player at their specified price. The team buying it has to agree they want to buy the player, and they like the price that it's at. Okay. Three, the player has to want to go. Yeah. If the player does, doesn't yeah. want to go... 
It's not happening. Yeah, but could the pl- uh, can the player themselves initiate that? Yes. Okay. It is. Uh, it's pretty common to, for players to either them themselves or their agent talk to the the club, the sporting director, or whoever's in charge of transfers, and that the owner. Yeah. Or the uh, manager, and they go, "Hey, you know, I would like uh, to look into a move away from the club. You know, this is why." And it, it can be, you know, same in American sport. I'm not getting enough play time. I'm unhappy here. Like or, a little Dropbox, like on Amazon. Why are you returning this? I, no, yeah, really. Item. Yeah, <laughs> it really. But like, we, we have a lot of players who are good players, and they can really be starters in a lot of teams. Yeah. But they just are not starters for us. Yes. So fucking let's let's uh we, we can sell them to get a little bit of money and buy someone else. Or if we see a player who's young and developing. And we want them to develop, but we just don't have the playtime for him here. We mm-hmm. can put him on loan. Okay. Send him out. We'll pay his. We'll pay him. We'll so send him to a team that needs a, a a player of his caliber, but they may not have the money to purchase him or mm. get a player of his caliber. Be like, hey, we'll do a sixty forty split. We'll pay sixty percent of his wages still. Yeah. You just come up with forty percent of it. The player's yours for a year. We'll see him back at the end of the at the end of the year. Ah. Look how much I learned today. Like I don't yeah. know much about soccer. I really want to get into it just because it's like probably play one. FIFA. Play FIFA. It, you'll you'll pick up on all of it. It's super fun and easy. Yeah. Hey, that's how I learned. Just it. always always no release clause. Tell the player go fuck himself. <laughs> or because you, then because if a player has a release clause in yeah. their contract, another team can just be like, he's mine now. Correct. Oh, so it's like um, it's almost so like they a, have to pay a certain amount of money, right? Yeah. For that release clause, let's say the, it's, it's hundred million. Oh. Let's say it's a hundred million. They 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 say here's a hundred million. He's ours. Oh wow! Yeah, but, and the team can't say no unless they can renegotiate the con. His so it's contract. not. It's nothing like a restricted free agency contract, um, a free agent contract where like um, like a team could offer it, but you could also still counter offer that shit. But, like, you just don't have a choice. So, essentially what happens is, and it's different for leagues. In England, there isn't a ton of release clauses. But every once in a while, you'll get a generational player yeah. and on a team who's shit. Yeah. And they go, you know, we have to keep him. So, yeah. we'll we'll we'll, nego- we'll put in a release clause in his contract mm-hmm. so that if Man City wants to fucking buy, let's say, Declan Rice, hey, it's $100 million. If you give us $100 million, bam, fuck it. Sure, he's yours. Okay. Yeah. But uh, release clauses also are used to protect the player. So if they know a player is currently developing, like Erlen Holland when he was in Germany, they can put a release clause where he cannot. His release clause is set for this amount of money, but it cannot be activated until he spends two years at the club. Interesting. Okay. So that it's like, hey, he's nine, he's eighteen. Let him get two good years here in a stable, you know, club, and then at that point. Sure, if you want to, if he's good enough and you want to buy him, fuck it, go. You pay us the money and we'll go. He is an insanely good player. He's oh, so yeah. fucking good. He's so okay. fucking good. Well, that, that the city literally activated his release clause the day it was uh, was eligible, yeah. and they just were like, he's ours. But yeah, we do need to wrap it up here. Like I said, it's going to be a shorter episode. We have uh, places and things to do and, and such and such. But uh, final words from any of y'all? Anything? Anything? Um, oh, Riley, shit. you can go first. Oh, Riley, um, go first. Don't worry. I'll uh, go ahead and fill the air. Um, oh, yeah. There's a group of uh, YouTubers that I really have been enjoying. TDP TV. They go to festivals and get fucked up. And they're British. And they sometimes come to American festivals. And oh, they're funny. So the, Go check them out. Okay. I they're got, like hour-long videos. They're like 
blogs and shit. I got a song. Yeah, go listen to Old Kanawha, uh, K-A-N-A-W-H-A, oh, yeah. really the song. Uh, by Philip Bowen and Charles Wesley Godwin. Very yes. good song. Philip Bowen is a great fiddle player. Charles Wesley Godwin has the voice of an angel. Okay. So go check that one out. Um, nice. For me, uh, go listen to Nightbird by Noah Guthrie. Very good song. Very different from what he used to do. This is like, it's been a while since he released music, but this uh, this time he's more like, in my opinion, I think it's like he's leaning towards like a country-esque sound now, yeah. which is and crazy. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he's more he's most famous, I think, for his cover of Love on the Brain. Yeah, Love on the Brain he, and also uh, Mustang Sally. He was in Glee. Yeah. So he was known at that time. Um, okay, and that's it. <laughs> my pick for today, for this week is going to be a Kid by the Revivalist. Uh, I love the Revivalist. They're the best. I hope they don't conflict with Portugal Demand. Okay. Uh, at ACL. So oh, yeah. Cross your fingers. All right, so that's going to do it for us here at Wrist on Tap. It's been episode number 63. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. If you'd like to check out all of our links for previous episodes, our music playlists, social media, head to riffsontap.com. That's riffsontap.com. You can find links to everything there. Thank you all so much. Please share with a friend. Tell us what we got wrong. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. Bye-bye.